Hello, podcasters. How are we? How are we? Jack, our boss, is in the studio. How what was your favourite uh, part that we're going to play on this podcast? Mm, twice in one week, lucky me. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. Um... So much to choose from. <laughs> Don't say all of it. Um, no, no. If you if you missed um, the celebrity chef from Morton Bay, yeah, um, this weekend that that takes a great twist. Mm. Yes, um, this weekend, mm. and I'm very much looking forward. I wasn't planning on going this weekend, but I have a feeling like <laughs> I've got a very great reason to be there. Is it 10:30 on the stage? Yeah, it 10:30. is. I, I do know what the fish is. I just I didn't know that you cooked with. I didn't know you cooked with that. Yeah. That was all. Yeah, it's a, it's a bottom it was, feeder, but you a, can. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but yeah. that's why it that's comes why into I the thought, preparation. I didn't know if that was what we were cooking. Yeah, when you cook puffer fish, you've got to do it correctly. Yeah. There's Otherwise. only uh, one chef that's got approval to do that in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. And he's in Adelaide. I think yeah. that stopped it, though. Mm. I still don't know if I'd trust it. Mm. You know, it's My friend big... booked the restaurant, and then the night that we went, like, he wasn't available. Was it like a, a hat? Oh, so they were going there specifically for she the puffer. She wanted to. I was like, I'm not going to. Well, you went to Cairns for crocodile. They can kill you. I was, <laughs> we were in <laughs> Cairns and everyone had told me about these sp- crocodile spring rolls that you could get. And so I'd, I had and I banged on and on yeah, about you it. Did, did, we yeah, went to do yeah. the underwater show. So yeah. you guys all came. Shepherd, I met all yeah. of Shepherd. We all went and had showers yeah. and dressed up. <laughs> and then we get there and we sit down like, guys, we've got to have them. Six people had told me go. about this one restaurant. Yeah. For the crocodile spring rolls, yeah. I said to the lady, <laughs> "Go, we will all have crocodile spring rolls." Mm. She says, "We are not serving them." Mm-hmm. No, so, she was like a little bit like, "What? We don't even serve them here." Mm. And like then she went and she's like, "Oh, I'm kind of new. I think they were taken off the menu ages ago." We were even at the they point. Were, no, they were on the menu, on the menu. but because of oh. COVID, yeah. they weren't. They had stopped serving them because Why? it must of COVID? be. Well, I reckon it was because. It would probably only be tourists that would come and get them. Like uh, the locals wouldn't wouldn't get them. That and it started from eating an exotic animal, so they were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's turn down on that for a while. Let's stick to picking cow. But the 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 real best part of it is when I said to her, I said, "Oh, well, when do you think you'll have them back?" And she said, "I hope never." Mm. Oh, I said, yeah. And I was like, "Why not?" She goes, "I'm a vegan." Yeah. <laughs> like, you are a waitress in a restaurant called Crocodile Dundee's, mm. and mm. you're. You're going vegan mm. and like making me feel bad for wanting to eat this crocodile. See, and I don't, I don't agree with that too. Surely there's got to be some leeway given to an a- if an animal has eaten a human, surely then that am- animal should be fair, fair game even for vegans. Not for know? a vegan, but I do find it surprising mm. if you're a vegan um, working serving around that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're still contributing to the death of the animal. Of course, you're just not consuming it. Yeah, we, got it. we we were working as a waitress. We'd get in trouble if we said that we hadn't tried it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, fine, give me yeah. the Morton Bay bugs then, so I can <laughs> actually try them." Mm. I had that at a uh, Italian restaurant I recently went to. I said to the girl, "I always love to say, what do you recommend?" Mm. And she had a real blank look on her face, and then went, "Oh, um, opened up the <laughs> opened up the thing, and said like eight things were her favorite." And I was like. You just picked two things from each section. You don't. You haven't tried any of this. You were just like, I like those pastas, I like those antipasties, and I like these two entrees. Yeah. I was like, no, you've just gone and Back, randomly backs that up with um, it's my first day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am full. I'll tell you what. We might have to go back to. Uh, we might have to go back to Cairns. Yeah, because it looks back. like yeah, it looks like they're back. Not at that place. It looks like they're everywhere now. The crocodile spring rolls. Mm. Just a local fish and chippery's got them. Well, mm. it says it's located on the corner of Cairns. Uh, Cairns Aquarium. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Cairns Aquarium's massive. Is it? Yeah, yeah. they've got crab oh, yeah, and weird. avocado tart. 
Mm. And coral Ooh. trout and crocodile spring rolls. It's ironic. Normally mm. a tart gives you crabs, not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> hey? Hey? Anyway. Huh? Okay. Up high. Yeah. Uh, anyone else up for another underwater show? Oh, yeah. They're back on the menu as well. Yeah, they are back <laughs> no, on the menu. No, no, no. Uh, Still traumatized, yeah. to be fair. And yeah. they're served with um, rice noodles as well. Lovely. Lovely. Mm. All right. Let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I have a, I have a question to ask. And it, it's not to a person. It's to an entire segment of society. And that question I want to ask them is, who hurt you? Are you expecting a response? Or... Well, maybe. Okay. 13, 10, 60. Uh, who hurt you? Who did you wrong? Who gave you this, this way of looking at life where you're so needy and invested? And the people I'm talking about here is the entire gym industry. Because I know everyone's at one point or another in their lifetime tried to leave a gym. Yep. And that would be harder than, I would say, getting a divorce. Would you not? Yeah. The last one time was really easy for me. I said, I'm just really focused on getting fat, so I don't want to be part of the gym community anymore. That's good. And um, they gave me a call and they laughed and they said, we'll, we'll let you go. Yeah, that was the easiest breakup I've ever had. They, they don't, don't want, want to see you coming to the gym and getting fatter. Not good for business. <laughs> so they were like, no. Yeah. You are a freaking genius, yeah. Colin. Yeah. So yeah. Imagine that. You just turn up to the gym. <laughs> you stand on the treadmill and eat a kebab. Yeah. That and is you one sure way to get I'm broken up. up with. But <laughs> I'm not trying. <laughs> and you take a photo leaving going, another session down. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Check out gym. my games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag tag them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for your help. And then ha- write spawn on there. So it's like they're paying <laughs> you as well. <laughs> I always say that to my hairdresser. I'm like, do you have time to do my colour? And he's like, no. And I said, just so you know, I'm going to do my own and I'm going to tag you in as doing it. He's like, are you blackmailing me? And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> your colour looks great. <laughs> and that it hasn't, it's been a long time since I quit a gym, but I remember they made me go down there. Yeah, you got to go in person. And have an interview with a person about my choices as to why I wanted to leave. Yeah. Be a yeah. man. Break up face to face, not via text. <laughs> yeah, not via text. Well, it seems it's gotten worse because I didn't, I don't remember it being that way when I joined and I just joined uh, a gym uh, this week, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just looking around on the internet for a gym that I wanted to go to. Yeah. And I found one and I filled out a few little things online, not too much, just a few little things. And then I got to this end of the pro, a bit of the process. I went, oh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm a bit too busy to do this. I'm not going to finish here and just mm. close the Did window. they call you within two seconds? I, they they um, SMSed me within two yeah. seconds, yeah. right? And then I didn't know, I wasn't aware that I had, I didn't have my voicemail set up on my phone for some reason. I think in an update, it took it away. And my sister was like, I've been leaving all these voicemails for you. Haven't heard from you. And I was like, oh, and I looked into it and had to reset it up again. Oh, okay. But when I opened the thing, I found seven to eight missed calls from the gym. Yeah. It's in the space of like three days. Mm. Mate, if you were working on commission, you'd be that quick yeah, on the phone on commission? as well. Yeah, they are. How so? Because it's just a standard well, fee. what they need to do is they get a certain percentage when someone signs up. <laughs> no. That's how commission works. No, yes. That's not, no. Yes. Well, not the one I did end up signing up to. How do you know? But you don't know that the person, like it's an incentive program. So if they will sign up someone, they'll get a commission for it. So of course it's not working because it scared me off. It terrified me. I was like, you got to chill. If it was a woman pursuing me, I'd still be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what? The only people that do better than them insurance, type in an inquiry about insurance. You've said it out loud now anyway. And then I did find one that I did want to join. They were a little bit less hectic. But then still... 
they want you to go and do a tour of the place. Like, yeah. have I never been in a gym before? And by that stage, I was over. I said, I will not be doing a tour. I'm just going to come in and get my, my swipe card, and then I'll never see anyone there because I'm going. It's three o'clock in the morning. Thank you kindly. I'm done. Wow. Mm. Yeah, no, they do. But he's pointing a... my anger at the wrong people. But yeah. kind of, they're like, dude, we don't even want to meet you. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going for a tour. We don't do tours. No, yet. they do do tours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We do have a lot of billboards that have just recently gone up this week. Mm. Maybe they saw them and they were like, "Call him, guys. He needs. He needs the <laughs> he gym. Needs, he needs our help." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't look at it that way. No. You can no. always finish that. Like, so I've I did a whole lot of inquiries as well. Mm. And when they called up, if you want them to stop calling, say, "Hey, I just need to check like with my heart surgeon first, and uh, then I will be there." And then they just don't really call you after yeah. that. Mm. You got to be Liability. careful though, because you've been so like distant and leave me alone mm. you might really get into the gym culture mm-hmm. yeah. and then you might find yourself ostracized in, by in, that community well you just got to be careful because the people you push away might be the ones that you bring so close to you and mm. then you turn into one of them i was, I was actually, actually going to recommend my gym to you because it's next door to a kfc oh perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's cruel isn't it isn't it, it really is isn't yeah. it you, yeah that's like that's a real fork in the road right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think you have to find out which making. one came first. Yeah. 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 The, the gym. Oh. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Morton Bay Food and Wine Festival is on uh, this weekend. It starts on Friday and I'm so looking forward to it because it's right on the water there. And I do like myself a good food and wine festival. Mm. And I know there's a lot of cooking demonstrations and I'll be honest, normally I'm in the other section. The eating section, the eating, the section. eating demonstration. I do like the eating. Come on, you like the eating as well, right? I'm dead set. Yeah. I just, I don't mind cooking, mm. but I'm the same sort of cooker as you. Like, mm. I don't bake or cook anything fancy. Mm. I just put it in the like for today. Dinner is cooked because I got a slow cooker on. Well, the, look at the smug face Ew. on you. But you cut hey? up veggies, you put <clears> in the meat, lardy da, open a can of yeah. done. Yeah. But but the Morton Bay uh, Food and Wine uh, uh, social media is hilarious because I said, look, I'm going up and, yeah, cool, whatever you want me to do, I'll get up. And I thought that I would just be up on stage, I, I don't know, maybe hosting something. Mm. Make some noise. Ooh, how good's wine? Oh, rosé then... for the Jose. Oh. <laughs> More of a Shiraz girl. <laughs> oh, sorry. Rosé for the Jose? <laughs> Have you never heard no. of that? Oh, wow. <laughs> you haven't drunk with Esther in a while then. Uh, <laughs> But they've said that I'm, like, cooking up a storm. I'm like, no, I'm not cooking up a storm. I mm. said I'd get up on stage, but no. And one person who I, I apparently am cooking with is Dominique Rizzo, who's <laughs> a chef. Are you aware of the dead weight that you're meant to be cooking with on Friday, Dominique? <laughs> I am. I'm just laughing away. No, I think, I mean, I think you're going to be amazing because I am an excellent teacher, yeah. delegator, yep. I can, you will be looking like a true professional up there on stage. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. mm-hmm. I thought I was just sort of, I, I guess, so helping you. What sort of dishes would you cook? So what we're going to be doing, because it's a celebration of the Moreton Bay region, we're going to be doing a seafood dish and you and I are going to be putting together this delicious sort of Southern Italian inspired stuffed mullet with a pickled zucchini, mint, and almonds. She does that all the time. You pick one of her favourites, Dominique. She <laughs> just throws it together. Yeah. And literally, like, this is going to be great, Abby, because I know, like, a lot of, um, you know, I've done a lot of these demonstrations and stuff where different kind of other celebrities come on and they think they're going to just be standing there, say a few words, and then off. And I'm just like, no. You really, deep down, you really want to get involved. Mm-hmm. You want to get your hands dirty. I think having them, you know, in the mullet, yep. taking the bones out, 
getting them, you know, getting those fingers. Yes, it's a fish. Sorry, sorry, Dominic. Sorry, Dominic. She's just mouthing. Sorry, Dominic. She's literally mouthing to us, what's a mullet? Also a haircut. Because you could do cooking mullet and stuff, couldn't you? Mallet. 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 A mallet. Not to be confused with the mullet. And this is the thing, like a lot of people will turn their nose up going, oh, my God, you're cooking mullet. But as some of you, I can imagine, I just felt the the eyes twinging as I said it. But it is really delicious. It's a great fish. It's really underused. And we're all about kind of sustainable seafood. So with the demonstrations, we um, most of the chefs, we really try and kind of uh, promote sustainable seafood and, and a lot of local produce too, Abby. So we've got a few little tricks. I've got a few tricks up my sleeve, which I think are going to be really... Um, really interesting for the viewers who are going to be there watching us and also for <laughs> yourself. Something can nibble on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> speaking right. of sustainability, the mullet will be very sustainable because I think most of the people with Abby cooking it will throw it back. Uh, I know. <laughs> I love seafood. I love it. I just, I'm very scared about cooking seafood at home. I never really can taste. Salmonella. Well, no, it just, uh, no. just doesn't taste as good as when you go to a shop. Mm-hmm. For me. Well, you're about to learn from yeah, one, of the, one of the great yeah. chefs. So yeah. we I have am. high expectations on Have Monday. you ever said, because I mean, I feel like at this point you're the one that's dobbed me in because you're like, nah, no one gets up on stage with me and doesn't do anything. Have you ever had any situation where you have gone, hey, no, you, ju- you, you actually do just stand there, don't do anything, don't touch the knives? Yes, I have. I have. Okay. And um, yeah, and it's proven to be quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, either way. Is the, <laughs> Anyone we know? <laughs> no, not really. But okay. Okay. some of the, um, yeah, some come up on stage and you know that they just, there's no skill. You get them to hold a knife and even that I was scared. Mm. So I'm like, oh, look, I'll just do that. Maybe you peel a carrot, <laughs> which then in timely we're not really going to be using in the dish, but yeah. we'll just give them something to keep their hands busy. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. I think it's much better, Abby, that you get involved. I really, mm. I think that that's mm-hmm. going to be part, that's more of the entertainment too, is yeah. when you guys come on. And you're not really sure what you're doing, and that's half the fun. And, okay. and, and if you are nervous and you do look slightly concerned, just know that we are here to support you. We don't want to see you fail. Exactly, exactly. And we do need to I, feed I everyone cry. too, Abby. So yeah. part of the deal is that we have to give out tastings to mm. the um, the lovely patrons who will be sitting watching us. And yeah. I think there would be over, there's almost, I would say, 60 to 70 seats that they normally have in there. It could be bigger this time. There's some mm. big celebrity chefs coming up yeah. for the festival, and um, we do pack a fantastic crowd. Yeah, I After, saw that because that's why I was like, the pose there, the yeah. girls there. There's I'm like, Miguel, yeah. Alex McLeod. Yeah. After so they we've taste got it, do they hold up their up. capsicums or their uh, cucumbers? <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do get a little bit of that as well. It'll be fun. But um, no, look, I think you're really going to enjoy it. And yeah. of course, Abby, you know, if you choose to be cooking on stage with a glass of something in the other hand, there you go. completely understandable. Sold. We can cook with one hand. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, um, good luck, Dominique. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it all pans out after Friday. Go and check out Abby. What time? What time are you guys we're on stage? T- we're ten thirty, right? At the kitchen. Yeah, we're ten thirty till eleven. So we've got half an hour on stage. I hope you're staying with me with, um, for the whole duration, Abby. Mm-hmm. It's not just a quick five minute and then you're off. No, she'll be there, there the whole the time. Hall? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's booked for the whole shift, Dominic. Don't worry. Okay, so if you are going to the Morton Bay Food and Wine Festival, 10.30, Abby yep. will be there on stage with Dominic. Make sure you go and check it out. sweaty palms already. Yeah. Uh, We're she, here for you. She is making everyone uh, mullet, so go and enjoy that. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you 
you've got a dilemma, a situation in your life, which is what this one is about, you can write Dear Abby at b105.com.au. I've got one from a girl who uh, lives at West End. Mm-hmm. She moved in with her boyfriend uh, seven months ago. And she said seven months ago before it turned bad. Uh, she's saying that once they moved in together, she said all they do is just argue. And she's just said to him, look, this is not working. I think we need to call it quits. He has agreed, but he asked me, can we wait until his parents have been and gone? They uh, live in the UK and they arrive in two weeks' time and they're staying with us for 13 nights before they go to Melbourne to visit his sister. Mm. He said it would absolutely ruin their trip and make it just awkward and all about the breakup as opposed to them enjoying the state. She said, I feel like um, I feel like we have to play happy families and that's awkward, but they're seriously an English family who are all very proper and nice to each other but don't talk honestly. I'm in two minds. Should I do it for him? I mean, it's not like I hate him. We have been together for a long time. Should I just do it for two weeks or should I make a stance and say, no, that is wrong, you need to face up to your parents? Well, it's, she needs to check her maths too because it's not two weeks. Not two weeks. Well, they come in two weeks and then they're there for 13 days, so technically it's a month. Oh yeah, like she's got to yeah. Like she's got to pay heavy family. Month, right? Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's. I guess in that beforehand, she's not going to play happy family no, once yeah. they come <laughs> yeah, for the thirteen on. nights. Because I could imagine they'd yeah. go. You'd have to go to places together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you go everywhere. They'll be out for dinner. I have written back. It's a two bedroom flat in uh, West End, so they are staying for them. But then again, and they're what saying, if they're staying, like I can understand where he's saying. Like I, I don't agree with it. I, I'm very close with my parents, and I would be honest. But if you aren't close with your parents, mm, you haven't yeah. seen them for a while, you don't want them to feel sorry for you or like things are going really bad. Mm. Yeah. The other thing is what if her, uh, his parents are like, well, we've come all this way. We Why should we meet your parents uh, while we're here. Yeah. Why do you get your parents? They all, or can we be all... expecting a proposal? Apparently they've all met with each other before last okay. December. Oh, so they all spent serious. Christmas together. Right. So she knows them. It's not like the first time meeting. Okay. <clears throat> what do you think? Um, I would say no. Like, nah, can't no, can't No, no way. But then what about if it's even more awkward, which I find these days, which is people break up, but they can't afford another place to live. Yeah. So then you're still living there. That's yeah. true. So if she's still there, but oh no, we've broken up. Yeah, so you don't have a room here now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. what it sounds like. The, maybe the, well, yeah, one of them's got to move out and get their own place. But they, that's in two weeks? That's what I'm saying. That might yeah. be, that might be hard turnaround. to do. Yeah. Yeah. She should have. Mm. See, I, the thing is, I can't pretend. Like I, I can't. You, you know, pretend you're like us. It's my no, face. No, but then some people I have. have a, a fa- I have a face. You have a face. Yeah, but some people have slow breakups. Yeah. Like in all honesty, by the time you organise it, that's true. It would still probably take her this long to move to out. To move out. That's what. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what he's saying. Yeah. So he's just like, pretend. I don't want you living here. Still, hmm. and us have broken up because then that's going to make it awkward. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. If she could get clean and gone when they arrived, then that'd be fine. But I think, yeah, that whole hassle, the way the rental market is, she's not going to be able to find a place. It'd be a nightmare. Just put up with it for a little bit longer. She can still be looking and stuff in the background, but. I guess. I reckon he's hoping that she doesn't. I reckon that they, he's hoping they stay together. Hmm. Maybe Nothing the... like hanging out with your future in-laws. To bring you closer together. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like them? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His parents might know what he's like. Maybe if she says oh, yeah. them we've broken up because of this, she's like, nah. Her saying I they're nice it. and proper but not really close. That's the British mm. way and we stand by that. <laughs> Is that so what they just... <laughs> what, you hang out but you don't say anything of importance? Yeah. 
We yeah. just pretend like that? it's all sweet. Mm. Stiff upper lip and all that. Yes. Chap. Mm. Yeah. Ah, Don't right. mention the war. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Push that down. Oh. Deeper. Oh. Deeper. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. What do you think? What should she do? Should she just pretend mm. um, and get on with it? Has anyone had to pretend to be in a relationship? I can't imagine for whatever reason, other reason you would. Oh, actually, you know, my friend's parents did that for like 10 years. Mm. Oh, yeah. Until the kids moved out. Yeah, mm. they had a uh, they had one of those beds that they'd move at mm. night, so it'd be two singles and then put back together. Push it apart, morning. really? Yeah, put back together in oh, the morning. All right. But the thing is, the kids knew it. Yeah. 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 And of course, all you're doing then is just living with miserable people who are staying together for you miserably. Yep. And that's the British way. <laughs> <laughs> morning, cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <all. laughs> Laura in Logan, what would you do in this situation? Hi, guys. Good morning. Morning. Uh, so I've been in a very similar situation where my ex, uh, had, his mom was um, very ill and she was in hospital. <sighs> and he asked me to stay and just sort of help support him through it. Mm. In the relationship, we argued all the time. And sometimes uh, what I want to say to you is sometimes you have to do what's best for yourself yeah. and your mental and emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. Um I stuck it through for a couple of days and then I decided he, the argument just got worse and anything that I did just was a trigger for an argument um, yeah. or me not being supportive. And in the end, I thought, I can't do this to myself. And I broke up with him mm. and I called it off and I um, she passed away three days later. But yeah. in the end, I did what was good for myself because mm. the consequences afterwards, if I had stayed, I could just see what they were going to escalate in. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. And how long would that so, cycle go on as well? You'd be like, well, can you stay with me to support me through this now it, and, yeah. you know, go to the funeral with me and things like that? Oh, yeah. That's you it. Know. And they usually do that, like, two weeks, they're good, and then after that, the arguments just start right back and they yeah. get nastier. So I think sometimes it's best to do what's good for yourself, for your own emotional and personal and mental well-being. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Good advice, Laura. All right, let's see what Jake from Ipswich wants to say. Hey, mate, how are you going? Good, Jake. Um, my thoughts on that, I reckon, um, you know, as long as he's not sort of abusive or anything, and if they're getting along still, it could be like a, a blessing in disguise, you know. They could hang out, and over that over that um, month that, that she's got to sort of stick around mm. and pretend that she might actually, um, you know, figure out that they do like each other or do want to stay together or do want to make it work, you know? Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Just want to check, Jake, you don't have an apartment in West End and your parents aren't coming over from Britain. <laughs> he sounds like Liz. <laughs> no, de- Just check well, They say that, Jake, in like one of the life coaching uh, seminars, they were saying that you should always, if you're not, if you're not liking your job, mm. imagine that you've quit and this is your last week. Because when it's your last week, you're always happy. Mm-hmm. So they always say if you don't like a co, like a, a co-worker, you just pretend that they're, it's their last week. So if you know that you're finishing the relationship, you're like, eh, yeah, yeah, things aren't so bad. Maybe. Mm. Isn't it where you fake a smile and then it becomes real? Your muscles can't tell the difference. Yeah, the serotonin. Mm. But that's a very good point. The pressure would be off. And if he started a fight, you'd probably be like, I'm not going to fight with you. I don't well, care enough. And exactly. then you go. This is why I'm leaving you <coughs> in 12 days. <laughs> <laughs> and the parents are like, what's the calendar countdown on the fridge? <laughs> it's for what's, when you what's leave. That? What's the go? Yeah. Hey, Jesse. Hey. What do you think? Does this girl pretend to be in a happy relationship for two weeks or bail now? It's a difficult one because I can see where he's coming from, like obviously wanting to keep his family happy. But 
there's only three ways that this is going to end up, and two of them are terrible. Mm. They're either going to hate each other by the end of it, mm-hmm. it's going to cause a rift in his family, or they're going to end up maybe seeing that there's more to the relationship and going back into it. But at the end of the day, I think she needs to stand up for herself and say, I'm sorry, but you know we've broken up. Like mm. This is what we decided to do as a couple. We decided that we couldn't continue and you just have to face your family and face the music because down the end of the line, they may end up back together. They may work it out, but this could cause more issues for them and cause them to fight and hate each other at the end of it. Hmm. Maybe there's a girl back home that they just know mum and dad are going to try and push on him. <laughs> you know, Maybe. like, if you just come <laughs> home, I just come you, home. Australia's not for you. Let's yes, go. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Betsy's still there waiting for you, honey. Betsy. 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 How old's Betsy? Oh, Betsy's somewhere between uh, 22 and 68, uh, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always in love. <laughs> I just didn't that you said that they're not that close. Because wouldn't your mum want to be there to support you through something like that? Yeah, I get. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But then that's what he's saying. The whole trip will be about that. Ah, yeah, as opposed yeah, to yeah. them actually enjoying themselves. Because yeah. I think once you get parents that come from overseas, they want to make sure that everything's great with you. Like, mm. that's what, you mm. know, they want to check. My mum would be like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> and she'd be like, well, I prepared a list because I yeah. knew you'd ask. <laughs> I think she's got to move out, though. For, if, if not, yeah. straight just yeah. for the two weeks. Just go, while your parents are here, I'll oh, go stay at a yeah, friend's yeah. house. Yeah. 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 Um, well, 80% pretty much are saying, um, don't do it. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. There was a story that I was reading saying that there is, I mean, everyone knows that uh, fertility can be hard for a lot of couples, especially when couples are trying later on in life as Mm -hmm. well. But there was one report saying that sperm count had decreased over the years. Like, they were looking back from when it was in 1950s and they're saying that men have a lot less mm. sperm count and they're trying to work out why. And this freaked me out because there was one report, and I don't know if it's any truth to it, saying that if you wore, like, perfume when you were pregnant um, and had a male, then that might have affected it because there's a chemical really? in perfume. And I was like, oh, mm. I've always done that. Mm. The thing that's, one of the things that's attracting men to women is the yeah. thing that's also working against yeah, us. Yeah, but just to know if there's any truth to it and why, I guess, the numbers are going down. Yeah, we've got a um, obstetrician, gynecologist and IVF fertility specialist on Dr. Joseph Scroy joins us. Mate, what is it that you're seeing that's causing men's sper- sperm counts to be lower? Well, we've seen like a major amount of toxins in our environment mm. now that's uh, in- increased over the course of the last sort of 60 years or certainly the last generation. And if we compare sort of 1945 to 2023, there's been a 25-fold increase in those toxins. And those toxins really relate to the things in everyday life that probably weren't there back in the 1940s. And that's things like plastics that we tend to put in everything and we tend to have all our our um, foodstuffs within that sort of those products. And so these plastics tend to leach uh, toxins or phthalates into our food sources. And, of course, that's being picked up by our bodies. Because I think that's what I was sort of freaking out of saying, you know, you thought it might be a men issue, I guess, but then to know that women with a higher level of these so-called forever chemicals, when they get pregnant, it might be of a concern. Yeah, and that's right. So, I mean, you know, a lot of what we do as a couple or as a woman who's contemplating pregnancy and a bloke for that matter, uh, a lot of what we do preemptively before we even become pregnant actually imprints on our own future generations. So, you know, we, we all know, for example, a woman actually has all the eggs that she's ever going to have and therefore become pregnant when she's actually inside her mum's tummy. 
So whatever's happening inside her mum's tummy, which is actually the grandmother of her future children, yep. has an impact. And mm. so that's what's uh, particularly important about what's in our environment at the moment. So how serious is this? Do we have to really amp up the cloning technology or have we got some time? <laughs> We've got some time, okay. yeah. I mean, are you going to take it upon you? Is that what you were going <laughs> to <Yeah>. do? <laughs> well, one of the things that we can do, of course, is just realise what's going on. Mm. And, you know, when we know about these sort of things that are causing a, a, a decrease in sperm counts, when we know that it's potentially, but, you know, it is affecting males as well, young males, and when they're inside their mum's tums, well, you know, we can do a lot about what we're putting into our body the type of uh, chemicals we do use, and like I said, these plastics, particularly Teflon and the like, mm. and then try to reduce that as we're heading into pregnancy. What about the whole, uh, the moisturisers and the, and the perfumes? A lot of them have got a bad rap for this. What is the chemical in them, and do you believe that one is quite dangerous? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously there's still a lot of research, and one of the things about all of this sort of stuff is that there's, there's you know, evidence and there's causation and effect, and we're not 100% certain about everything at the moment in terms of what toxin causes what. What we've seen is a general increase in, in everyday chemicals that are in our body, um, and that's obviously having an impact in our fertility. I think a lot is going to happen over the course of the like, next five to ten years in terms of teasing them out, but one of the things we do know is the phthalates, as I spoke to you about, which are are more particularly related to the plastics. You know, with moisturisers and chemicals, I mean, you have to be putting a lot of stuff on your skin a lot of the time for you to absorb a lot of those chemicals to have a major effect. But, you know, yeah, less is more in everything. Yeah, if you saw my bathroom cabinet. Well, the other, but the scary thing about this is, like, you're not doing anything that you think is bad. Like, what in the next 10 years are they going to go, oh, you know that other stuff you've been drinking? That's yeah, terrible for you, yeah, you know? Yeah, you yeah, you think you're doing everything right. The alcohol I know, though. You know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some things that we can do to certainly improve our fertility and certainly a lot of things that we can do preemptively before we become pregnant. So we talk about a golden 100 days before pregnancy, but a lot of the things that we really want to concentrate on is a good, healthy diet. So, mm -hmm. you know, whilst there's nothing specific, you know, Mediterranean diet focusing on predominantly plant-based foods, white meats, they're going to really have great impacts in terms of not only outcomes in, in terms of improvements in fertility rates, but obviously pregnancy. And if you're doing IVF, the same sort of thing. It's very easy when you're doing any sort of form of fertility treatment to rely solely on your caregivers to get you pregnant. But a lot of it also has to come down to you. And, and the, you know, just like running a marathon, you've got to train before it. Uh, we're talking to uh, Dr. Joseph, who is an IVF fertility specialist. My mum's always got this theory that if you uh, get down and dirty in the cold, that makes a girl. If you do it in warmer temperatures, that makes a boy. And it, my mum has always gone on and on about it because we've got heaps of boys in our family and most what? of our family's from Queensland. So yeah. how, how much truth is there in that? Well, I reckon there'd be a lot of people flying interstate up to Brisbane and down to Victoria, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think it's a tourism ploy? Someone's told me that to try and yeah, it's try not, up their tourism? Not Queensland, beautiful yeah. one day, perfect the next. It could be come yeah. up here and have a boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, look, I don't think there's too much truth to that. I mean, obviously... You know, if we you know, often people will put on my Instagram, you know, how can I have a girl? How can I have a boy? And I somewhat jokingly say wear pink socks or blue socks to bed. <laughs> but, but there's no nothing really that you can do in order to you know, improve the chances of a boy or a girl, unfortunately.
Right, okay. Don't tell your mum that. She's been going on about for ages. Oh, it would, it, just to leave it. She, even if it she goes, matter. I don't care, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I got pregnant in February. <sighs> so, oh, right. Hottest month of the year. Yeah, but did you have the air conditioner on? That would be her argument. We were in the fridge. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Online dating. Hinge. I need to get on Hinge. Right, now, a few weeks ago, we brought you to the attention of Swagmeister69 who is a 23-year-old male who lives on the GC who took his uh, hinge dating to the next level by putting the prospective names of people that he wanted to date into popular songs, and it seemed to be working for him. Emma, I've got you on my mind. Honey, you won't ever know. I think, he, I think it works because he's such a bad singer. Yeah. And he knows it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope he knows yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> What's his real name? Uh, Lachlan. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. See, are you saying, Abs, that if it was him with an acoustic guitar and mm. he, like, played it and oh, sung Jude, it properly. Oh, like, no, save that for your mum. Yeah. I'm sure she likes your songs. Did you I mean, see, not the romantic ones. Yeah. Did you see that uh, tweet that was going around? It said, um, please don't be the guy who's at a party and starts whipping out an acoustic guitar and playing John Mayer songs. And yes, then John Mayer commented you. and said, I don't even do that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that guy. And then we got uh, him on to have a chat to him and he put our names into popular songs as well. He's got a nap. Stop the voice on B105. He makes a noise, it needs to make it clear. He's on radio. Stab's on radio. Maybe he's better with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it worked. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. And then, of course, here's where he took another large swing because we got him on and we had a chat to him. Yes, yes. And when we get people on, you have to go through our producers. And Haley, our producer, was the person that was contacting uh, him. And what has occurred now, Hales? Well, I went down the coast because he's based on the Gold Coast mm. and I changed my hinge location to the Gold Coast. <laughs> and I came across his profile and I was like, oh, this, this could be interesting. So I liked him, we matched, and then he slid in with a song. (laughs) You made it sound like... You went to the pool he was training at. Yeah. You changed your hands profile. You just happened him. to be there. Like, what? We, do you have a legitimate reason for being no, that ghost? No, I just I like to go to the beach sure. and I'm like Brisbane dating pool. It's like, nah. You'd run out. Do I you, needed some fresh people. On, on the weekend, do you just pop down the coast? Yes, it's great to go sit on the beach. But do, do you just drive around and think, oh, I'm just going to go there today and see who's about? Kind of. I mean, it's nice to like... New surroundings, new yeah. environments, new yeah. people. So yeah. it is yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah, like right. You just get, you yeah. just go through the same hey, people. Fishermen don't fish That's in the same spot every time. Exactly. Yeah. But they do have their spots. They know they can always catch. Yeah. So you've always got your <laughs> just your funny. secret you spot. You go through the same people. You know. You do. <laughs> it's yeah. like they delete their accounts and then they right. pop up like weeks okay. later, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. not, not you again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. Swagmeister69 has come through. Did he before? Did, did he know it was you? Yes, he right, did. Okay. I think because yeah. we followed each other on Instagram from that right. producer interaction mm. or business. Mm. Um, but uh, sure, yeah. So I think he recognised my photos. <laughs> no, no. We, I mean, if, like I've only like contacted him for the show. Right. Okay. So no contact afterwards. Um, so this is no our judgment. first interaction. You can you can shag all the listeners <laughs> you want. We, yeah. we don't. If it brings in the ratings, no. he does whatever you but do, he, you boo. <laughs> he did recognise my photos from Instagram and this is what he came up with. Okay. Haley, you light up my world like nobody else. When you match me on Hinge, it got me overwhelmed. And when you got me on radio, that was so cool. Oh, hey, Haley, 
Haley, you're so beautiful. If only oh. you saw what I can see, you'd understand why I want to date so desperately. <laughs> right now, I'm looking at your pics and I can't believe. Oh, hey, Haley, Haley, you're so beautiful. Oh, oh. Let's go on a date next week. You got a long one. Did you get a long one? He did tell me he wanted to like put in the extra work for this one to really <laughs> win me over. And I guess like from the horse's mouth because we we only heard like he was doing this and it said in the article that it was working for him, but we didn't know. We've only got his word to go on it. Did this work for you? I think this sense of humor is really attractive. Like you can tell he's not serious about it. It's mm. like sarcastic. He's having a laugh. Um, so I really like that in a, a male. Mm-hmm. So I think it has won me over. Right. Yeah. So you're going to go on a date? Yeah, I think so. Um, we, I'll have to go back down the coast to see him, but he said wait, he'll wait, come wait, up. Wait, no, wait. no, 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 no. He, he, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, I think for, for it to be like long term, he's going to come up here okay. um, right. in a week or two okay. um, to I see me. Don't be thirsty. Yeah. Be interested. <laughs> no, no, no. I think for it to like actually like evolve into something more, <laughs> we will. It'll have to work both ways. But he is coming up here to see me right. mm-hmm. for real equality. You guys can meet halfway and go to Yatla Pies. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's very true. That's true. Great good. spot too. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh well. Good luck. We look forward to um, the B105 the baby. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. It's showtime. Find your country spirit at Ecker. Country Spirit City Heart. August 12 to 20. Tickets at ecker.com.au. B105. Yes, the Ecker is going to start on the 12th of this month, but there has uh, been some history that's released about it, so I thought I'd test you guys to see if you do know what was the first year that the Ecker started. Mm. So it was actually at Bowen Park, and it was in January. But what January? Was the, yeah, what was the year? Did the RNA show, did it used to be called Bowen Park and then it turned into the RNA? Yes, or yeah, it was, it, was, it was said that Bowen Park, so I guess that's where right. it was. The park covered 6.8 hectares, bordering the Bowen Bridge Road and Gregory Terrace and a creek which ran through the middle of what is now known as the main arena. Mm. <sighs> 45? 1945. 45. After the war. No, I'm going to go a bit early. I'm going to go 1929. 1876. Holy mackerel. I know, right. So So in 1876, if you were going to go, there was a competition and it was for the best sample of five tons of manure. So you'd bring your manure in and you'd, yeah, yep. (laughs) And you would put it all together and yeah and how would and, they would it be like based on smell well i guess taste, a good manure it's good fertilization mixture? am i right yeah, so yeah. it's what they're eating what was it 18 what you don't believe me no i do believe you but 1876 you wouldn't have thought there would have been that much difference between the country and the city in those days do you know uh yeah okay yeah well, it was all pretty well, rural i guess their slogan wasn't the country coming to town <laughs> no. back then no no it no. was just show us Put your poo show. <laughs> show us your poo show us your poo. they should bring that back I don't. Um, but, like, men used to attend. They used to be in their suits. Like, this was an opportunity to dress up. They used to be in their suits. Ladies used to be in their finest garment. And serve was sued, ser- are served in long tables. And the first show bag, first show bag, and I have to say, it was mm. free to all visitors. You can imagine a little kid getting a free show bag. Yeah, it's so excited. And they used to leave with a bag of coal. Like oh. if they were bad from Santa? No, that was, that was the prize. That a bag was, of coal? Yeah, that was exciting wow. back then. Well, that's how they kept themselves warm. Mm. Powered things. Imagine that. Now I would love that. 
That'd be worth a fortune if you got a bag of <laughs> cold meats. Nice. They may as well give you a couple of grand cash. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh. interesting, isn't it? And they were free for a long, long, long time. Yes. Yep. Because they were originally sample bags. So when it first yeah. started, they uh, in 1876, there was no sideshow alley, but they did used to have people and everyone was like, oh my God, we have to go and watch him. He was called the lightning calculator and he was amazing um, with numbers. Ooh, hold Could me you back. Imagine? Hold me <laughs> Here's back. your bag of coal. Yeah. Go and check out the, Big pile the lightning of shit. calculator. <laughs> <laughs> they were amazed. It was yeah. exciting. There wasn't a calculator back then. Well, well, no, 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 no. But no, you know, no, abacus. No, abacus. Yeah. Different so, times, though. Different times. And they were very excited. Great. They, but as you said, it sounded like it was a place to go and meet men and women. Like, if you're a single person, yeah. you go along and... Yeah, but, well, I mean, that sort of started and then it became quite, you know, big after that. Surely the lightning calculator was a stitch-up. Because if you do, you know, you have those people now and they can legitimately do it, but you have the calculator there and you go, yep, that's right. Like, if you went to him, what's 1,556 times 256 million? And he went, one billion, billion, billion. Yeah, yeah. You'd have that's to go... True. Sounds legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. Know. The first fireworks were in 1894. Right. Wow. And they had a, a bit of a, they used to use the sheep. So there was 90 sheep. For the fireworks. No, no, <laughs> the fireworks. Uh, there was a 90 sheep that used to maintain the lawns back ah, in 1920. Wow. So that's what you need. That's what we should have got him for his birthday. <laughs> that's true. I was sheep. thinking that. Was you were very, thinking about a sheep? Very dis- No. You were very disappointed you didn't get a sheep? <laughs> when you didn't get me a sheep, yeah. Yeah, mm. well, there yeah. you go. Mm. Uh, they were talking about all the celebrities that have come because, of course, a lot of royal visits. Yeah. So Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip um, attended. Mm-hmm. But um, I do like that our producer has written, like, big celebrities that have gone. Yeah, right? who she got. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it is good. Yeah. But in 2009... Katy Perry attended. That was because of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you went along with there. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush, you didn't have anything to do with that. No. Uh, but then in 2014, she's written here the cast of British sitcom The Inbetweeners. That was also us. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember I didn't know who they were? Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That same oh, I year, knew that big name because people were excited. That same year, we got Campbell Newman a birthday cake, if I'm not mistaken, or his wife. We got someone a birthday cake. Or maybe it was one of the cast of In Between. We got someone a birthday cake. <laughs> but do you remember? This is <laughs> my Didn't f- Matt Damon go last year? That's my favourite one, Matt. Remember, he was there with the backpack. That was us. Yeah. No, that had nothing to do with us. So he was there and he was just in the showbag pavilion with a dad back, mm. back, yeah. um, holding it for... Gone, Which would man. weird you out because you would see him standing there with all the other dads, probably mm. looking, you know, exhausted from the day, ready to go with the kids. And you'd be like... That's not Matt That's Damon. Not, not, Matt what, Damon wouldn't just be standing here. Why would here? Matt Damon mm. be in the showbag pavilion? No way. No. Yeah. Thank God, that guy looks like him. Yeah. Just, do you know? I've got to tell you something, Sarah. I'm so sorry. You look just like <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon. Has I, anyone ever told you that? Oh, my gosh. You sound time. like him, too. That <laughs> is so uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the Echo 80 is one of the greatest times of the year. We have your tickets to give away 8.30, not just a double, mm. but $50,000 to go with it. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I love a good gender reveal. There's some bad ones, but, God, there are some good ones. <laughs> and I do like it when there is a few mistakes because it's not me. But I can imagine that would be awful. Like, I was watching one where, you remember they gave the little girl and uh-huh. it was a balloon and it, she was supposed to, like, pop it, but she let it go and it had the gender in it. Oh. Yeah. Is that the same one they gave her the, the scissors to pop the balloon and she cut the string? Yes, that one. Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> So good. <laughs> so good. There are other ones where the kids cry because they're like, I wanted a baby sister. Oh, they're the best, aren't they? Oh, they are. But this one is Serena Williams. She's expecting her second child and her uh, husband, uh, Alexis. And he's the guy that used to own Reddit or Snapchat? Reddit. Sure. 
Oh, just just me? I don't know. Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Okay. Reddit. Uh, but they had Miranda a gender... Miranda Kerr's married to the Snapchat, Snapchat bloke. Yes, yes. Uh, they had a Reddit. gender reveal party and uh, he wanted to do something a little bit different. He was really excited with it. I have seen it before, but he was excited with it. So this cake is as basic of a gender reveal idea as I could come up with. Inside, it's yellow. Ah. Yeah, it's a girl, and in the, they had like drones in the sky. But it was just because the yellow cake, he the yellow cake, he really wanted to trick her. Yeah. And he was like, "She's probably going to be like, you had one job." <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know thirteen ten sixty. Did they have just one job? What went wrong with the gender reveal? Because I've heard, and mm. I don't know if anyone would have had this. I heard that the baker got it wrong. Oh. So apparently was doing a couple of gender reveals and they got the wrong one. So they cut into it and for the whole time they would think it was a boy, didn't realise until the birth it was a girl. Oh <gasps> my God. And then wouldn't someone else have got the other cake and they got would have thought it was a girl or it was a boy? I don't think of that. They, they just, just blamed. Swap. They said that it was just because it, isn't it? It's normally like your 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 best friend who takes it mm. and goes and double check. But well, there's a, all I'm saying, there's a lot of steps within there yeah. of it being able to go wrong. Yeah. Well, if you don't have the friend who reads it and then tells the baker, if you just say to your obstetrician, can you write it in the envelope, like put it in an envelope, yes, and then you and then go to the it, baker that's yourself. That's what normally happens. Mm. I mean, maybe there's an obstetrician who's got it wrong, if you're willing to. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and you're like, oh, I had a few cards, gave the wrong one. But, but also, too, they're never 100%. There's always a little bit of... So you have a legal out. Oh, yeah, they well, say don't that, they nah. say that to you nah. though? Don't nah, they say that there's, not now. This with is the test, it's like 99.9. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. There's the point. 99.9. Sorry, okay, you're just right. the you're just the point <laughs> zero six. Yeah. But there's people oh, that yeah. go arrested from baby um from gender reveals. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking how the hell there was a person in America that did a burnout, started a um, bushfire that spread throughout the county. That was pretty hectic. Yeah. Were they having a boy or a girl? I can't remember, to be fair. Um, no loss of life was my takeaway. Wow. <laughs> Bloody hell. Did you ever do one? No. 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 Really they weren't really they? a thing, no. were they? No. No. No, they're more and more they are now. My favourite ones are where the husband uh, has the cannon and they like do the twist thing and the cannon shoots out the coloured confetti. Mm. But the wrong way. But they have it around the wrong way and shoot themselves in the nuts. <laughs> I don't know why. It See, brings me gender so reveals, much joy. there is something for everyone. Hence, hence never having to do another gender reveal again. Yeah, yeah, you know, gender reveal and vasectomy all in <laughs> all one. one. How good. I like it. Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> what happened to your gender this reveal? This is her gender reveal. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, it, my brother-in-law was responsible for organising the popping cannons. Um, he thought it was a great idea to have the grandparents, both sets of grandparents, pop the cannons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he thought it was another great idea to start at 10. And my mother-in-law popped on 9. Uh-oh. Oh, so they did the countdown uh, from 10. So they did the countdown from 10. She popped on 9, and the video has me going, oh, of course she stuffed it up. Oh, oh. wait, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Memories. <laughs> the corner of my mind. Yes. <laughs> did everyone else then pop straight away, or did the others well, wait till 1? My father-in-law decided to just pop then, and then my parents are like, 
Do we wait till one? <laughs> and then okay. we, oh. we follow the instructions. <laughs> Where, what do we do? Oh, <laughs> oh, I'd just like to see your face. Who pops on nine? I know. <laughs> she's older. She's probably thinking, I haven't got time for this. Yeah, true. Pretty much. True. You should have started from three. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Jackie. <laughs> Sheena in Eaton's Hill. Gender reveal's gone wrong. What happened? Yeah, so we went for our gender scan, and then we had our gender reveal, and everything went through. It was a girl. Yay, we're all happy. And then I went for my 37-week scan. And they said, hang on, we'll be back. Mm. I just need to check something. And then they came back in the room and they said, we are so sorry. It's actually a boy. Wow. I said, can you just double check, please? Because I'm not leaving here <laughs> unless we wow. know. I mean, at the end back. of the day, you just want a baby. But that, that's a lot to take in when you've already had a gender reveal and everything. Yeah. Mm. So gender disappointment is a real thing. Yeah. Like, it's actually a real thing. Of course, you just want a happy, healthy baby. But you've always kind of got your preference. Mm. Mm. But we were all set up as well for girls. I was going to say, we that, that far like, along, you'd have clothes and... Yeah. You know, yeah. So we're lucky we weren't going too far on the girl side, but yeah, all the presents were girls and mm. yeah, but we had a happy, healthy little baby boy in the end, so it turned out good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So did you do but, another yeah. gender reveal or did you just send a text out then? Oh, look, it was tempting, but um, everybody kind of got a surprise when they found out we had a boy. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the other gender reveal, when she birthed the yeah. baby. Well, especially when you send out the text <laughs> and people are like, wait a minute, is that a boy's name? I thought it was a boy's name. Mm, yeah. oh, okay. like, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. 131060, gender reveals gone wrong. Jess and Damba, what happened to you? Hey, so I was the gender reveal secret keeper. Mm. Yes. And I happened to let it slip on the day of the gender reveal about five minutes before the poppers were about to go off oh. in a simple conversation. <laughs> what was the conversation? Um, what did you... It was Is it the boy or a girl? talking just about clothes. So we're like, oh, you don't need to buy clothes. We've got plenty of girl clothes. It's fine. And she had no idea. So that one word girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, never, you said it yeah. to the pregnant woman? Yeah. I, yeah, I said it to the pregnant <laughs> woman. Oh, and she was the I one organising it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. What, did she still have to, I mean, it's five minutes before. Did she just get up and go, I already know? Or did you just go along with the uh, act surprise? Well, she was pretty pretty annoyed at me. Yeah. and um, mm-hmm. But she didn't tell her husband. So right, okay. Yeah. He still got a surprise. Yeah. So they've got... Yeah, three girls and one boy now. So. It's like a surprise party. 85% of the time the person <laughs> knows or finds out about the surprise yeah. party, but, yeah. your, but job, gen- yeah. your job is to pretend mm. for the video yeah. and everyone they else. They literally chose the worst person. Yeah, you don't charge person. anymore, are you? Have you done that again? No, no. never again. Never, never again. again. Never <laughs> again. Good on you, Jess. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Now, this is an interesting story. <clears throat> a Chinese zoo. Mm. has had to come out and clarify that one of its bears in the enclosures mm. is not a person <laughs> dressed up in a bear suit. Mm. A viral video <laughs> of the bear went viral of the bear standing up on its hind legs and acting like a human. Now, I would generally discount this straight off the bat as but... fluff. Well... A lot of actors are on strike. They need money. <laughs> I reckon what they would be really annoyed about mm. is 
Its name's Angela. Mm-hmm. And I reckon someone's gone, oh, for God's sake, why do we give it a human name? <laughs> yeah, why, usually. Why couldn't we just call it Barry McBearface or like Honey Barry or something? McBearface. God yeah. damn, why do we give it a human's name? Well, Angela has released a statement. <laughs> Angela says, some people think I stand like a person. It seems you don't understand me very well. But... So it's up on its hind legs. Mm. That Apparently can't be the only thing they've got. Oh, it's up on two legs. Then also it's, it's saying a, it's that a... the costume is sagging. Oh, because, poor Angela. Right. Uh, poor Angela, right? Poor Angela, because Angela's around the bum weight. area, yeah, she's got that saggy skin that you get after being I on the biggest I think it's because loser. people think of bears, and you mm. think of a big grizzly bear, and they've had to come out and say this is a Malaysian sun bear, so apparently they're different, they're smaller, and they can stand up like that. But well, because grizzly bears can stand up on their hind legs too. I guess, but this one just looks really quite straight. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> They're saying the zoo has said, "Look, it's like a hundred degree summer heat there. Yeah. If it was a person in a bear suit, it would be unconscious." The thing I love about this story too is <laughs> there are other bears in that enclosure, but they only think that Angela is human. So that's a brave person uh-huh. to take on that role and be around other bears. You'd have to be very confident that you are a solid actor. To pull that off. And you would not want to go in there in mating season. You certainly no. because would not. Because you would find yourself you would not. in quite you know the what, predicament. How bad it is, though. They're actually having to organise a group of reporters to go there to meet the bear just to confirm that the bear is a bear and not human. <laughs> so, But they have said, and this is what people go, oh, this is sus. Mm. When is the reporters organised? Not until Monday. Ah. And everyone's like, oh, give ah. them time to... Apparently, <laughs> to bring um, a real bear in. <laughs> to bring a real bear. <laughs> Apparently, visitation has gone up 30%. Well, of course. It's a state-run zoo. That'd be, maybe they're the ones that go, oh, this is going pretty well. And again, you could just write this off as a brouhaha. But this is not the first time that the Chinese zoo has been suspected of de- uh, deceiving its customers. Prior allegations include painting donkeys as zebras. <laughs> Did they? Well, this these zoo? are accusations. These actual zoo? Accusations. Are not, I don't okay. want to be. I don't want to defame the zoo and have a lawsuit on my hands. And painting dogs to resemble wolves. Right. So they've got a history. So that's why. Mm. And poor Angela's copying it. I think when she started singing the band Necessities, that was probably a bit too much. <laughs> mm. Mm. That'll do it. That would do it. What do you believe? Because you believe the alien bloke the other week who came out and said that there was yeah. aliens. Yeah, high-ranking high official who swore under oath at a congressional hearing. Yeah, but hearing. he also said a whole lot of other stuff that you didn't include in there that made him seem a little bit like, cuckoo. Yeah, well, you know, as I always say, I'm eventually right, and I can't wait for that day. But this is a bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you don't think it's a human? No, it's not a human. It's no. just this bad photo of a poor bear's bum. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to have some real issues going forward. Yeah. What do you believe? I don't believe anything anymore. Oh, you got no belief. <laughs> you got no, no belief. Wow. No. That was quick. Yeah. No, no I was How does that go at church? quite a while. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I pick and choose. You pick uh. and choose. Oh, I like that one. I'll take that commandment. <laughs> you know, to keep the rest. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Box is tomorrow, August the 3rd. Here are three of your answers to make it even easier to win $10,000. Oh, letter is P for P. And three of your answers are penguin, paparazzi, and pilates. Nice. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Stop, I'll be in my- B105.